2: Welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders, and this week I'm your
0: uh, ch-ch-ch-chunk. I'm Doge, and Hunk? Her birthday's in March. I thought she was a Pisces. <laughs> That's a good joke. And That's I'm, a really good I'm joke. I'm Carter,
2: and look, I can't let you go without knowing. What? Not <laughs> even with the Destins, and it could surge your family, we might steal chunk something, don't you think? That's there's pretty there's good. nothing more brutal to sit through than a, <laughs> a conversational quote <laughs> that has more than one part. <laughs> just, just trying to parse out every
0: it's individual. Like, okay, Carter's one man show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just, for the listeners
2: who can't see anything on our mm-hmm. show, obviously, I would like to point out that uh, Carter is sitting in the dark like a vampire in his home. Uh, recording this episode from a crypt, I
0: can only assume. I'll yes. do it too. I'm not afraid. Watch. 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 Blah. Watch. Watch. Man,
2: oh, yours is creepier. This is yeah, worse. Yours it's is only here here Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. That's crazy. Hey, why are you the, besides yeah, why are you the being hunk? Freddie Mercury tonight, why yeah. are you the hunk? You guys made me. You're
0: not I, happy with we this. Were I listed. think we were we Before we start recording, every time before we start an episode in earnest, we're always like, okay, who is, who's wearing the big boy pants tonight? Who's the dad of our podcast? Who's the hunk? And we all go around and list all the things that we've done. And the only thing I have done that is hunk worthy is change a tire on a rental car on vacation since the last time we recorded. What, uh, what happens if is, you don't change that? What happens if you don't
2: change that? That tire?
0: I would actually still be still be stuck on Highway 80 between Immigrant yeah. and Livingston, Montana. Was your
2: wonderful wife Jess with you?
0: She was, yeah. So
2: not only that, you're you, a hero. The love of your life would also be stuck on that road
0: right now. Well, I asked her to change it and she wouldn't. So it's like if she's uh, not going to do it, I guess I well, have to. She yeah. had a chance to be the hunter. She had a chance to pull her own weight, but For she was once. like, no. she was like, no, I don't know how. And I was like, okay, oh, like man. I do too. I had to Google it. I love
2: how mean your impression of your wife is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how. I never you me, before. You call
0: me mid-sip of tea on that one. Sip of tea. A- cuppa. of. Cuppa. Cuppa. had a quick cup That's it, yeah. guys. That's the only, I mean. Yeah, I mean, grats, dude. Yeah. Fucking grats, you man. Can't believe you did you it. You star. I well can't done. believe you did it. Thanks, guys. Me neither. We did call... Because it was a rental car, we did call uh, our, our, our car insurance. And we're like, hey, I don't know if I'm supposed to touch this or not. Or like, am I... Is it going to be like... Based, like if you pick up a baby bird and the mom smells your human stink on it, and she's like, none of that for me, thank you, and leaves the mm. baby bird to die. Oh, you know what I'm talking that. about? Yeah. We didn't know if it was the same deal with a rental car where it's like we're not allowed to perform any maintenance on Honestly, it besides filling question. it up with gas. Yeah, and so fair. You'd be
2: surprised how... Yeah, I. We I called feel like them. You're the first story like this I've heard.
0: We called them. They're like, we don't know. We have no idea. Um, we're like, well, and <laughs> you look on our coverage and like, yeah, we don't. We don't know. We. It, your guess is as good as ours. I was like, awesome. I, I kind
2: of really doubt great. that.
0: This is whole, your job is to assess vehicular risk, but sure, I'll guess yeah, at it. Fine. Uh, so we're like, yeah, go ahead and come out. Uh, just you know, it's included in our coverage. Come out and change this tire. And we waited an hour, and then called them. And we're like, hey, is somebody coming soon? And they're like, oh, actually, since you are in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. it might be another hour or two before someone comes by to change That's your really tire. That's really great. That's really good. So up uh, to three yeah. hours. And at that point, I just, I flexed my cast off and I said, daddy's got to go to work. And I stepped sure. outside, lifted <laughs> it up. I didn't even use the jack. Just lifted up the car with my strong arms. And you're
2: wondering why you're the hunk.
0: And popped that other wheel straight on there. Yeah. Over top of the old wheel too, which is crazy. I just, I punted the old wheel somewhere. It's down, it's in Yellowstone National Park at this point. It's plugging up Old Faithful. Punted it about 45 minutes south. That's why my water pressure has been (laughs) so good, I guess. Water pressure, I fixed water pressure in the whole world by plugging. (laughs) We had that one leaky spot and everybody's like, oh, it's so pretty. It's a big fountain. Wow, no, plug it up. Plug it up. Now your shower's better. Mm. Boom. I love that. That's really great of you. The other thing that I love is... uh, (laughs) No, hang on, I'm on not, done, not, not done talking about oh, how okay. good of a job I, I did. Okay. No, I am done. That's it. So Here's I love else.
2: rolling on ahead with our uh, uh, Olympics Colin Carter's Choice Series with his third and penultimate choice. Hey, uh, there it is. There's that word. Got it to it first. Uh, Got it to it first. Didn't you? <laughs> we call it soccer. They call it football. I mostly watch it on Ted Lasso, but this time we watched it in a little film. I like to call
0: Bend, Bend it, it Like, like Beckham. Beckham.
2: And uh, as we all know, legally, to talk about this movie, I do have to get a synopsis from my
0: friend Doge. Doge, take it away. This week's IMDb synopsis was written by renowned and feared hacker group Anonymous. Mm. Taking a break from either fighting for or against the people... To write not this not really
2: clear to me. Yeah. To
0: write this synopsis, I haven't kept up with them. Don't know if they're sort of a thumbs up or thumbs down organization, but they did <laughs> step in and write a pretty good synopsis. Uh, Anonymous says, A comedy about bending the rules to reach your goal, bend it like Beckham, oh, explores the world Gosh. of women's football. Very good. From kickabouts in the park to free kicks in the final. Wow. Set in Hounslow, West London and Hamburg, the film follows two 18-year-olds with their hearts set on a future in professional soccer. Heart-stopping talent doesn't seem to be enough when your parents want you to hang up your football boots, find a nice boyfriend, and learn to cook the perfect chapati. Wow, I mean, that's a really good synopsis. <laughs> that was very good. Gifted. It's Very good, that Guy Fox mask. They must have took it off to see all the keys on the keyboard so good. <laughs> that's why they did such a good job. They were like, there's more? There's more keys than I thought, guys. I thought they'd only used the V. For Vendetta. Mm, dang. It's a pretty good joke. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: dang. They I did to, say the I movie's called Ven- like Vendit like Beckham. Vend it like so v- that
0: way we we're a little stuck there. But True.
2: It's probably just held down at all times. They probably have to go backspace <laughs> to get rid of all the Vs when they're done.
0: <laughs> oh, man. This is my first time watching this movie.
2: It was also, yeah.
0: It was also my had first time. I had never seen it before. And I Never. Th- I, I never I'd never seen it before. And listen, I knew that it was two thousand two, but conceptually you know it was this
2: two thousand and two?
0: I wasn't prepared for how how much it would thrust me into two thousand and two. Oh sure. my goodness. It oh my goodness. Yeah,
2: I feel like it's about movies being time capsules a lot. This there is definitely one of them. Yeah. It's you know, it felt appropriate to be streaming this. You can stream this if you've got Disney Plus, right? Mm-hmm. So felt appropriate for it to be on Disney Plus how because the decoms tend to do that. Y'all oh, do yes. for sure! Yeah. My first deep dive, uh, not too long ago, going through Disney uh, Channel original movies. But this kind of has has that vibe, and mm-hmm. it also has, uh, I think, a lot of other movies we've done before. But we'll it's definitely better than a decom quality wise, for sure. Sure, but it's very sure. decom. Uh, definitely had some Guy Ritchie esque uh, <laughs> camera work, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, just <laughs> it's it's a lot. <laughs> It's a whole lot.
2: <laughs> yeah. We had we had a, a quite cir- cir- circuitous, uh, I don't even know what kind of shot you would call it, a whirlwind perhaps around a mm-hmm. hug. Just a simple hug. And it was like- Yeah, it was whew, a whole lot. All the way around. So that's how you know they're in love is when the camera circles. That's what I've always- 100%. 100%. That's what I've always heard. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This movie is- um, to soccer in a lot of ways, what like brink is to skating. And I mean that as a compliment, obviously, because I love brink so much. But like just the idea of like pursuing the thing that you like because it's it's harmless and your parents just don't get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really where the the similarities stop. But the, there yeah. was some very like hiding the the football kit in the bushes and like yeah. lying about the job you have and like siblings finding out. That was all very like brink. Yeah, yeah, and I, it really Which, was, which means yeah. I, of course, loved it. Yeah, Absolutely. obviously. You know, uh, one of the reasons this was Carter's Choice, you know, we did, uh, and if you haven't listened to all the movies so far, it's just three, and they're worth watching and then listening to us, obviously. But sure, uh, Prince of Thieves was kind of a gag, you know, because we had our archery situation, and that was just selfishly really wanting these two boys <laughs> to watch that movie, and yeah. most importantly, to watch it with me in my home. Uh, <laughs> and very glad that we did that. Uh, especially as the the rickman heads that i think we we are either secretly or openly i'm an openly uh, mm. rickman head but we're the Rickman. Uh, the uh <laughs> that's very good i don't want to overdo that <laughs> rickman was great uh having karate kid is just so much because of the relationship between uh like master and minty you know i mm-hmm. think yeah. that's really important in sports movies a lot of the times and uh, we still technically, not until Bendit Like Beckham have actually had a coach, which are some of the most important characters in most of the most uh, popular sports movies. And so Bend it Like Beckham, and I really did like, and we'll get into it more, I think uh, there's some pretty deep themes here. Sure. Um, yeah, totally. That, that, that are fun to see from a 2002 movie about uh, girls playing soccer. So yeah. um, my super pump, I'm going to go ahead and do it now uh, as I'm revealing Carter's Choice is I think it was not afraid to show a little bit more of the grit of women's sports. I think, Hmm. you know, it felt like a lot of the moments that we would have in the locker rooms and stuff, and sometimes when they're out there practicing, uh, you know, just dressed, like, if you look at any basketball practice or any football practice, there's a bunch of, honestly, literally, half-naked men running around. You know, it's just not, it's not a thing to where it's like, there's, I'm, I'm sure we we're supposed to see some of the juxtaposition between the modesty of Jess's culture and then also going into this locker room culture that you're just having people change in front of you all the time. But I think the grit of that, I think the competition of it, it kind of made me feel a little bit like when Black Widow wasn't pulling hair. Um, it never really, it uh, in, in the fight scenes, you know, it never felt like yeah. it was just really leaning into, we have to make sure this is... Uh, you know, only four girls. Or it's like, a, this just felt a little bit more of a realistic look yeah. at competitive sport. And we don't get a lot of sports movies that are centered around women teams. Yeah, and I, totally. it, it just feels like an anomaly and, and unique in that way. And I think for the one of a handful of shots that we've had in movies on on women's sports, it's not a bad shot. So yeah, uh, I, I like that it, it it didn't feel too afraid of anything. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it was very, um, it managed to both like ask some kind of pointed questions about um, both like culture and religion and the way that they view like young women and also be very, I feel for the most part, like respectful of culture and the religion in question while they were asking those questions. Mm -hmm. You know, it was never like, it was never, the the conflict never felt like it was like, this is, this is bad because it's, you know, from this religion so much as it was like, hey, you guys, we we don't have to hold me to this weird standard here. Yeah. You know? Um, yep. I don't know. It just felt very um, respectful in a way that I mm. didn't know to anticipate because I really didn't know what the conflict in this movie was. Well, so. and that's what's so yeah. funny too. And I feel like that's a... Uh, part of the reason for me to super pump so early too is that it's just interesting. It's like in the middle of the very blatant decom, 2002 vibe, there are themes here that you don't get a whiff of in Brink. And, sure, and like right, a lot right, of right. those movies too because that's not the purpose, honestly, right? Like those purposes are to kind of either… Get us a little more detailed in on a world we don't know very well or something that's popular at the time, or just a world we've never heard of. We're either going to space or there's leprechauns everywhere. Right. Mm, so sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a it's a different breed, this movie. Uh and it I have a different opinion, I think, every time I watch it. Um But that's yeah, true. my my opinion about Joe, Coach Joe, remains the same from the start. We don't have to jump to that yet, but
0: I would love to um, talk about Coach Joe because that was the next Coach thing Joe. I the next thing I thought about. Let's talk about it. Hear me, I want to hear it. What are you what's your opinion about Coach Joe? It doesn't ever change.
2: Uh, John, Jonathan Myers, Jonathan Rice Myers. Yeah. Has got to be the most 11 out of 10 smolderific. Like this man <laughs> is always, if you even if you look, I'm not surprised to see his IMDb profile picture to be the exact face he makes 100% of the time in this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At times he's not a super dump, but there were times when his performance almost took me out. He's yeah. just he is just too I don't know. I don't know. He throws me off. A He's wooden. Bit. And I, He's super wooden. He's incredibly wooden. I don't, don't want to get too much into character analysis. Uh just a character by character cuz that doesn't always feel like the the pace that we go. Sure. I found but, I found Joe challenging sometimes. I did I did find him likable, but it he was just challenging sometimes. He was likable. I think there was something about the way that he just looks, you know, we talk about my super pump was how respectful it was to what feels like some of the culture of like some women's sport, right? But then to have this heartthrob love interest as a coach kind of feels like it takes away some of those things too, you know, that It that, felt that like it's almost like it took away the
0: legitimacy. Of, yeah, of, of it almost did. The women's club, the women's half of the the football club. Yeah. I don't know. I and, and, I didn't love him. I agree. I think he was super wooden, super stiff. He was an Irish mannequin. Um, and also I don't think that we got enough of him, like, like, I don't know how old he is, but the vibe that I'm walking away from is that he's a hot boy who knows he's hot coaching the women's football club to try and pick up girls. The total, the the total, like, yeah, it just, it it makes him feel pretty skeevy.
2: There was something about the way he acted with his body. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, like, the the if, if this was a script given to somebody else, and I'm not saying, like, it's honestly pretty discriminatory to knock a guy for being really attractive, but it was, like, the way he carried himself and the way he just uses his face the whole movie, I don't know how else to say it. It feels like a really dumbed-down term. There were times, like, especially in the club, and again, they're 18, and that's, like, the drinking age in Europe and stuff like that, but when there's like this weird like two dancing with one thing, there's
0: times where he feels a little predatory to me. Yeah, look gross. Know, it's, it's just- a- Hey, so, the he, dancing scene in the club. He's the worst oh, dancer I've ever seen. Oh my goodness gracious. That like that entire sequence, like every time they're dancing, just looks at me and goes, Hey- this is really awkward. And I was like, yeah, I think this is the most the most uncomfortable thing I've watched in a movie for this podcast.
2: I was waiting for them to break out laughing and <laughs> as like a as like a oh, wasn't it so funny that we all danced like that? And can you believe can you
0: imagine if I actually danced
2: like right, that? Right. Yeah. And it just kept happening. <laughs> no, he at the end, especially, I'm gonna get to my uh, verdict on Joe in just a second, but at the end, uh, especially when he's Joe like who? Who's Mama, Joe? Mama, yeah, when he's like <laughs> They offered me the job to coach the men's club. Can you believe I said no? I'm going to coach the ladies. It's like, cool, you already do that. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Like we're supposed to be like, oh, he took a demotion to work with the ladies. Right, dude. It's like, cool. What? Why are you telling her this? Like she's supposed to be like, you did? Yeah. Awesome. I I won't go to
0: America now. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I my verdict on Joe is that their their romance is my super dump. It it felt yeah, like completely. it felt like every part of this movie that crawled to a halt had to do with the two of them. She didn't need to have a romance no, to be No, not Just, at all. There's there's far too many and every single bit of the good themes of this movie have nothing to do with her yeah. romance with Joe. All the best parts uh, of the movie have nothing to do with Joe at all. Yes, good point. Except cricket was kind of fun at the end. Cricket was very fun at the end cuz but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean even if it was Kira Knightley and it's that's crazy by far the biggest name in this movie. is the first time we've said her name, but Kira yeah. Knightley uh yeah. in this movie. I would be fine if there was something between her and Joe. And we have to uh, it doesn't have to be there, but maybe there's I don't even know, but Yeah, as I like a, as like a B plot, I'm down with that. Yeah. 100%. You know, it
0: yeah. almost it feels like Joe was included because we wrote the whole story and realized, "Uh-oh, I think there's something between between Jess and Jules." And Mm -hmm. it's 2002. We can't have that.
2: Let's add Joe in here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, And there was some fluidity in, I think, the writing of the script. There's certain things that you hear about when you uh, are reading the trivia or you read through, like, um, our our main actress, her scar. That's a legitimate scar on her leg. Oh, I didn't know Uh, that. Parminder. Yeah, that's actually a burn. And I think the story that she tells about how it happens is pretty much adjacent to actually what happened. Her quip about it put her off of beans on toast forever was legitimately yeah, that was hilarious, good. incredibly charming. Yeah. She uh, she was worried she wouldn't even get the part because of it. And then the director said, no, we're actually going to write that in. We actually think that's pretty, uh, that's pretty special. So we're going to go ahead and write that in. Um, it's good. It, it makes it feel like there's multiple things going against her. And I think it makes it a little bit more triumphant even to see her story arc. But I, I, I want to get to Parmender in just a second. I want to talk about Keira Knightley for, for just one moment here. I think that Kira Knightley's greatest strength I have realized is um, being in a scene where she has to explode with like laughter and joy. S- she's so good at it. Like yeah. anytime we're like coming up on her yeah. and she's her, her audio is not part of what we're watching. She's just like there as we're coming up and she like, <laughs> and like throws her head back. She just has such a large mouth with so many teeth that her smile <laughs> just looks huge. Yeah. She's so good at like being like this like carefree, happy-go-lucky character. And I don't feel like we get to see Kira Knightley do that a lot. I feel like she is often playing like these like brooding um, sort of like tomboy characters. And I feel like she was very fun and like joyful in this. Which I enjoyed. Almost like when she became Mrs. Darcy. But I guess that's another story.
0: Yeah. You know, you should really watch that movie, Jordan. I think you'd if it's you like so Keira hard. To, she's in. I, I
2: was like, what have I put myself into? I'm just like, it's flashbacks. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to talk about her. <laughs> we're gonna have to talk about her. Mm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh I think she did great. I think this was this was a really good role for her. Um and I think especially to, I mean, this feels like it was a bit of a platform for Kids. I could say this is the know, beginning of her career. Yeah, she's like yeah, 17. I don't know, I don't know what yeah, what yeah, she was 17, and I think uh Parminder was was twenty seven actually at the yeah. time. Yeah, what? Uh, it's not wild. No, uh, it's no. It's no Daniel San. It's no shocker like that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh,
0: twenty seven.
2: A lot older than I would have guessed, though. It doesn't look like ten same. years between them. Mm-mm. No, it doesn't at all. Uh, I, I think, and I don't want to start taking too much away from us. I think I'm, I'm talking a lot about this movie. You're passionate about it. Uh, well, I think the, all of the best scenes. We kind of talked earlier about you know what are the best parts of this movie. To me, I really had uh no discomfort when when we were anywhere in her home, in Jess's right. home with her family, I think were some of my favorite scenes in the movie. Totally. Um
0: Hey, this is my the, that's my super pump. Awesome. I love that. Okay. Is is the care taken to her family and then uh the rest of the like seat community that's depicted in this. Did you guys read that a lot of people at the wedding, like our, our director just Basically, put out a. a, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be a Facebook post. Maybe stapled (laughs) something to a telephone pole, right? uh, That was like, hey, we're filming a wedding scene. It's a seek wedding scene. Can you guys just show up? And they had to turn people away. Costuming didn't have to give anybody any clothes. Everybody showed up like in their clothes, like get out, ready to go. Like it's just so. I mean, we we talk about it all the time, and uh, you know this this show does have the misfortune of being one in a sea of millions of podcasts hosted by three straight white guys. But anytime that we see movies that are not our culture and totally not the way I grow up, not the like social structures I'm familiar with, not the religious communities that I've ever been a part of, it is so cool to see anything other than my experience represented and platformed and 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 legitimized and treated with respect through movies. Like I just, I could have spent the entire movie hanging out with all of her Sikh friends and her Sikh community and mm-hmm. and never really interacting with anybody else because it was I don't know I just I loved seeing that that kind of care and respect shown toward that.
2: Yeah, specifically yep. Tony Rules? Yep. Big I time. loved Tony. I thought he was hilarious. Mhm. And um I thought the big uh the big uh reveal of his attraction was not yep. a reveal at all to me. Like as soon as yeah. Like, it was early on that I was like, oh, wait. I think Tony might be gay. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was very fun and, like, well done. Um, But I I just thought Tony was
0: great. Tony is included in my super pump, which I will hold on to for just a little bit. It's Tony's presence that challenged what I thought was going to be my super dump. Because I initially thought this movie was quite homophobic uh, in terms of how it is very interesting With her mom. With her mom, like the Which stuff with her small. mom was really tough to sit through. It was making me pretty angry to yeah. watch. I was like, "This is so completely inappropriate, even for 2002. This is not a funny joke. This is just, just really, really." Sh-ty. But I think the the presence of Tony in this movie and how the movie like definitely doesn't doesn't say he's anything other than just a good friend to Jess. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that he's not cast as the other the way that right Keira Knightley's yeah. mom is intent on doing. I think yeah. helps me understand that that's maybe just her character rather than this movie's official stance. <laughs> you yeah, know totally, what I mean? Totally, Yeah. Uh, so.
2: Yeah, I think what's tough is really all we got much of uh, Kira Knightley's character of uh, Jules, her family dynamic, was this mom that was unbearable. Yes, and I think right. it was supposed to be pretty unbearable. But it was to see, I think there were supposed to be some similarities as to some of the uh, oppression from the older generations and their families, even though... Uh, you know, I, I even culturally, but obviously heavier on Jess's side. But yeah, her mom was just borderline unnecessary. It felt yeah. like yeah for for the storytelling. But yeah, I think a lot of the thoughtfulness of how Jess's family and uh, everything that entails is presented. It has a lot to do with the director Girinder Kada, who yeah. was born in Kenya and and really grew up in England, but is of Middle Eastern descent. Was uh, this was an important Movie for her, and yeah. so uh, I think we definitely get to see that, and I think it's it, it's really cool, big time. Yeah, there there are elements of this movie that almost feel like a slice of life film more than anything else. Like yeah, just like a little peek behind a door in this part of England. Like this is what this family has going on. Check it. Yeah. out. yeah. You know, um, and I, uh, Callie pointed it out, and um, pretty early she's just like, there are so many airplanes in this movie. Like planes are a huge recurring theme in this movie. Her dad's a pilot. They want to fly to America. They live right by Heathrow. So there's planes going by overhead all the time. And I do think not to get too esoteric and uh, climb up my own butt too far, but um, I do think it's really fun and interesting how this movie just puts everything that just wants right out of her reach for like a majority of this movie. It's like she's watching yeah. these people play That's soccer great. without worrying about their legs showing. She's watching these guys play soccer and they don't have to come in and do chores. She's watching um, these other girls, um, you know, date and and not really worry about who it is that they're dating in some ways. And she's watching planes fly by overhead and go to other places. And she doesn't get to do any of that until she gets to do all of it. Um, yeah. It's just that's a great very point. interesting. Like that. That's very good. Well, that's the end. That's probably all I'm going to say for the rest of the episode. I think it's a <laughs> pretty slam <laughs> point. All right. You,
0: point, so. all right. Uh, the Later. music rules. Oh, yeah. The music is challenging to me. Really? I, I will acknowledge that it's good. It is so, so 2002. Like, so 2002, guys. Oh, I mean, yeah,
2: for sure. Yeah, 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 super. And we even get like, we even get like British Underground 2002. Yes. Well, stuff yeah, stuff that's like, you forget that, you know, as popular as American culture, pop culture is, it's not the only pop culture in the world.
0: It was, I could feel my glasses getting like shorter, like less tall, more narrow. <laughs> Wireframe. My, frame. T- my yeah. tips were beginning to frost the longer I listened to this music. The
2: cover of the, cause I'm your lady. You know, <laughs> the power of love. It so came awesome. so many times. Yeah. And it was killing me. Uh,
0: but it was also awesome. Um, the soccer scene. It felt like, felt scene, like a, little, a little wild that our credit song was hot, hot, hot. Yeah, I To know. me. Uh, it was like pretty largely in in Punjabi though, which was cool. Yeah. Was you could see yeah. some of the actors have like a little lyric cheat sheet. hmm Yeah. 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 Watching Keira Knightley really and her
2: casted mother and father try and keep up with those lyrics was pretty hilarious. Yep. Um the The scene where they're playing a match, and it's just set to like recurring drum beats, was really cool. mm Hmm. I like yeah, that. That a was lot. cool. That's that's such a big part of sports movies is the editing of the games. Totally yes. right. It's like a yeah. Uh, it's tough. You know, I I said this was a little bit Guy Ritchie, and I think it really is. And it was, it it was it was very 2002 as well. But I. I think I didn't really like, they chose to really show uh, far more of like emotion and facial expression during that. I yeah. think it was pretty, it, it was smart in a way because we weren't like drawing up plays and and things like that. And, you know, I'm thinking about other content that I'm consuming right now in Ted Lasso. Uh, Ted Lasso is not incredibly far off, but there is more of a knowledge of, you know, kind of what they're doing there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, what was one of the, we still remember the Titans recently, right? Mm -hmm. We watched that one together and that one almost did too much, you know? Uh, and it's, it's not something that I thought of until I had some boys who weren't as sporty, uh, talking about that movie with me, but it did a lot. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It feels like most of our our scenes with playing soccer were pretty fun. Well, I feel like, like I could, I like could have used something- more
0: of the game though. Like I, I don't… Oh, that's good. I, I don't know that I would say that I liked the editing of the actual matches in this. I think some of, some of the things that some of the other… Uh, well, like Ted Lasso's the other soccer content I'm consuming right now something that like sports movies traditionally do really well is well, that and you watch Kicking and
2: Screaming uh, was I it, was kicking every and Tuesday Screaming morning? every
0: day. Yeah. Every day. It's my iPhone alarm. It just immediately starts the playing. The whole
2: movie Kicking and kicking Screaming. And screaming <laughs> kicking and Screaming. Kicking and Screaming. Best of
0: compilation. Try not to laugh. You laugh, you lose. Um, but like something that, that sports movies traditionally kind of have to manage is the minute to minute tension of the scenes in the game. Like we have our, our overall com- conflict of the movie, right? Our, our arc that uh, gets resolved at the climax, and we have the falling action, all that stuff. The diagrams you drew in English class, right? Um, but then, like, as you're editing, you have to have the minute to minute, the scene level conflict, the beat level conflict uh, in these moments. And so that would be something to the effect of like, we're going to lose if Jess doesn't score this PK. Yeah. Uh, Kira Knightley is going to get benched unless she can sprint faster uh, than their their left tackle. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Juku, we don't will really left tackle no I knew it already uh, huh? we we don't usually get like we don't get a lot of that scene level conflict here in yeah. this movie like the the example of we're gonna lose if Jess doesn't score this PK that actually happens in this movie and I didn't realize that's what I was watching right until I saw Jess mm, react as point. if she'd just lost the game by missing a PK I was yeah like, oh, I 100 to- percent I agree with that wow then I guess that was a pretty big deal I wish we'd spent a little more time on that there wasn't really it felt like there wasn't a ton of soccer that's in this point. soccer movie.
2: You know what? I'm thinking that it's missing, which is a clear player in almost any sports movie, especially during the, the scenes of the games. Did we ever see a scoreboard? No, no I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I a think that's a I big didn't deal. know who the opposing teams ever were. Yeah, I don't know why they went to nice. Hamburg. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, 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 a a point. Point. that's a great point. That's a great yeah, point. It's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Shoot. Dude. Yeah, the sports conflict— I guess is all I can think to call it specifically. Like yeah. like the conflict, like, personal conflict was there, but like on, sure. the, on the pitch. Jess has a feel- goal
0: when she's not playing, but her goal is to play soccer. And so when she's playing soccer, it's like, great, now what? Dude, I thought you were telling me a thing about your wife. Yeah, my wife, guys, listen, my wife's biggest goal in life is to play, to soccer, play soccer professionally. Dude, and I wish yeah, you would had just to get on board with that I had to my dream. brain
2: so fast in that <laughs> sentence. I was like, Jess has a goal during movie soccer. Oh, he's talking about this, Jess. Like, yeah. <laughs> wife could, Jess. I couldn't wife Jess. Up, yeah. Um And the, 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 the biggest thing that I think your wife just has in common with uh, our Jess here in um Bend It Like Beckham is that both of them need money to survive. And in order to get that, uh, we are going to go ahead and walk on over to Shout announcements.
0: Sort of a roundabout trip to the money though, huh? Because that comes at the end of shout announcements. Well, you know, every trip has some sights to see along the way. If you give a podcast a shout announcements, he's going to want a money to go with it.
2: Yeah, got to be careful. <laughs> give him those podcast shout announcements. Welcome to shout announcements. It's the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements. Big ol' shout out to all of our friends on Patreon because Back to the Future is up and
0: live. It's great juicy. Gosh, that was so good. That was
2: very, felt very great. good. That was very good. It felt phenomenal. Yeah, you should, felt really you should be good. very proud of that. <laughs> um, I think that uh, listening to Carter's first look into Back to the Future is worth every
0: uh, every one of your 300 pennies that it would take to get there. Um, Stop. When you put it like that, and it people are going like, to be like, that's… A, it and, costs you 3% of a $100 bill. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, hey, I'll tell you this if you want to slap 40 more nickels on top of
2: those 300 pennies, that was so fast. You're so smart. All you got to do is slap all those coins together, drop it in your local coin star, convert it to something you could deposit into your bank account, and then sign up. And you can get access of to our Discord it. as well. And on that Discord, we've got Box office ball rolling for a select few who jumped on board. We've got movie discussions, recommendations. It's popping off every day in Discord at this point. Like every single day something is popping off in it. And I love it. Come on, we want you there.
0: The other the other there that we want you to be mm-hmm. at is on the Apple Podcast Store rating and reviewing this program that you are hopefully enjoying at the moment. And listen, if you are... I was going to say if you listened to the beginning of our discussion about uh, <laughs> about Bend It back like Beckham, but I guess there's there's probably people who skip through shout announcements. I doubt there are people who skip through episode <gasps> to get to shout announcements. Mm. But uh, if you did listen to the beginning of our discussion, you'll know that I very confidently listed left tackle as a position in soccer. It's not. Jordan asked me if I Googled it, and I very confidently said, I already knew that that was a position. It's, it's the wing, wing, right? It's yeah. not. I was thinking of wing. Uh, but. Okay. You know, please don't let Our that. Defense, there's please, defensive. Yeah, tactics. please don't let that like make us lose any stars. We still want five stars. <laughs> can't take everybody can't take makes mistakes. Still give us five stars, please.
2: Something else. Uh, something I'd, I I want to do right now is welcome somebody to the podcast. We don't often have mm. fans of the podcast, much less legendary a listers. And Jordan, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask a little bit of your help because mm. I know you're the best at speaking sly. Mm. Uh but sly Stone Sylvester Stallone himself is here here' just right now for an announcement about maybe something special he coming, just dialed in coming your way next week uh go ahead sir uh you know hey. no you're oh, you're I'm gonna sorry, be translating yeah, no, you're right, you're translating right, you're right. that's rude for sorry. you to mock that's, him right That was, <laughs> was it was so mean, sly I apologize we are go right. hello week anyway. uh. Mr. Sly would like everybody to know that we are going to be reviewing a movie next week. Uh, he's very proud of it. Uh, he specifically shouted out me in this announcement. Thanks, Sly. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's oh. <laughs> one of his favorite yeah. movies. It's the one where he goes, Adrian, you know. Sorry for the impression again, sir. No, that's fine. He had to go ahead and leave. All him. right, see you later, part. Sly. Mm-hmm. The Rocky, The Rocky. The Rocky. <laughs> the Rocky. <laughs> Rocky is next week. uh, One of the most decorated films of all time Uh, is coming at you next week. The catalyst that started the whole thing. Mm. And we're going to talk about it. Started movies. We're still in the Olympics. Mm. Started movies. Very first movie. Tune in. Sleeper
0: prequel to Demolition Man. So
2: (laughs) amazing. I have been sitting here this whole time trying to draw a parallel in my brain. To get it to work as The Rock, starring Sean Connery and uh, I believe uh, Nicolas Cage. No, really? yeah, it is Nick Cage. Yeah, have you never seen The Rock? I haven't. No. Oh boy, that is TNT getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That, no. But hey, that right there is all I needed to know to know that I want to watch The Rock. rock. Yeah.
0: yeah. So um Ed Harris oh is in no. that too.
2: Mm. Yep. He a bad boy. Love it. Big deal.
0: And returning to the pitch, after a quick sup of the men's room, Jordan Wonders joins the podcast once more. That's a quarter. Quick quick check-in on the
2: budget. Cost about three and a half million pounds, and it made about almost 80 million. Wow. Pounds. pounds. That's,
0: that's what, what, hey, good that's for what, you. That's what I feel like I weigh after a couple of big meals on vacation. For a couple of big vacay meals. Sure. Gains, bro. So what is that in dollars? About fifteen. I have. Uh, I just have no frame of it. You could tell me. No, no, no. Listen, hang on. You could tell me that a pound is fifty cents. i mean, like, yeah, probably. I think
2: it's more than the dollar. It's definitely more than the dollar.
0: About sixteen ounces, like, huh?
2: I think it's like one and a half times the dollar. That sounds right. I don't know. All I know to is checking. I learned like you take one dollar bills, mm-hmm. you cr- you cr- crinkle them up and weigh them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah,
0: that's what a pound is. And that's a pound. So maybe right. it is,
2: it's actually a lot more.
0: Yeah. quite a Pounds, bit.
2: pounds are massive.
0: Quite a bit more. Um, so turn a big, turn a sizable profit though. Did well.
2: Good for them. Did really well. Good for them. I'd like to super uh, pump on this movie now, if I might. Ooh. Um, my super pump is the scene near the end where Tony tries to fake propose to Jess uh, mm. to get her permission to go to America. And Jess yeah. chooses the route of saying thank you but no thank you I'd like to do this right. uh just straight up and down and just yep. hey here's the deal I love soccer football and I want to play it in America I think I could do really well there and a team wants me and I I just think that's awesome like yeah, yeah. I just think it's so cool that this movie that is about um like women in sports also at the end is like, and she's going to do it on her own two feet. Like she's going to do it by yeah. her own merit. Like she got the offer because she's good and she wants to go because she loves it. The end. Yep. So I loved that. I wasn't expecting that to be how this goes. I was expecting the change of heart in her parents to be the catalyst for allowing her to go. But it seems like her um, her courage to boldly say what her plans are and their change of heart happened separate and simultaneously.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
2: Yeah. And I think while it took maybe a tiny bit of time travel, she did manage to do both. I like that. That she was at the wedding. Yeah. Right. And was fully committed to that uh, before she went to that pretty pivotal soccer game. My my super pump almost was her dad. The, yeah. The, him talking about… Uh, his attempt at playing cricket, you know, and he's like, and I, you know, I don't want my, I want my daughter to, I love the idea of in such a traditional uh, w- with this family of having the daughter be able to right the wrong or provide any kind of, uh, you know, make make a difference that the dad couldn't, totally. I right? felt like that would have been something reserved for a son, you know, but it, it was his daughter that was able to do that for him. Super cool. Yeah. Super cool. Um, I hate Jules's mom. Every moment she was on screen so was much. like murder for my brain. She was awful. Yeah. Like she's awful it, in a villain way and like just bad to watch.
0: Yeah. I think it went beyond the like, you're clearly supposed to hate this character in the movie kind of way, but yeah. where it's like, I just, it's not even an enjoyable kind of like, I can't believe this is happening. You know what I mean? There's no comeuppance. Like it, it was unenjoyable. Yes.
2: The only comeuppance is that she makes a fool out of herself, but she's been making a fool out of herself the whole movie. So like Right, whatever. she never
0: realizes that she made a fool out of herself. Right. Yes,
2: her only, completely her, agree. Her only moment of clarity comes from joy that realizing her daughter isn't a lesbian,
0: which is a, yeah. a bad is story
2: beat. Yeah, which is rough. It's awful. And if it wasn't for Jules saying something kind of like defending lesbians, you know, yeah. if it wasn't yeah. for right. her saying that, that could have been
0: devastating. Yeah. Yes,
2: uh but yeah i i i had a moment there cuz i'd only seen this movie once before but i had a moment in that car ride you know when her mom is saying that stuff that i was like oh no like i almost felt guilty for recommending it because if that had been the case <laughs> yeah it would have just made me sick to my stomach right. but uh yeah my my uh super dump i think is with with uh, a handful of mature themes here and really important things too. It felt a little bit like the things I loved the most about Crazy Rich Asians. Um, kind of this like uh, your culture and what you've grown up in and still, you know, having the head and heart to make your decision yourself. I, I don't really like how Jules and Jess both get the scholarship. Yep. Uh, Interesting. I, I guess it's more than not really liking it. It is my super dump. And I think… I think that was something that I, we felt so tied to from the very beginning of you know storyboarding and writing this script that uh, it got in the way of things that would have very clearly made this movie better. Mm. I think if Jules stays, and that's why Joe stays to coach because he loves her, uh, that makes uh, a, a lot more sense. I think there's yeah. other things that could have happened without them. That felt decom. That felt like everybody yeah. wins. Absolutely. Um, that felt like there weren't really any kind of like repercussion there. Uh, you know, maybe there's some kind of conflict between Jules and her mom and her family, like legitimate conflict, more than just a slap on the hand of a bigot. Uh, that that you know keeps her home, like allows her to not go. Maybe they both get offers, and Jules can't go. But yeah, I'm not trying to make this like a released in March in the Angelico Film Center kind sure, of movie. Right, but it's sure. like a
0: she's not Gary like Burtier dying.
2: Yeah, it's right. it's <laughs> not it's not like that. But I think it needed to be. Not that good.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree completely. At the end, because
2: I think there's some weight there. Guys, I almost very much, uh, almost the movie that was going to be here was a movie that I would go ahead and like to drop and recommend because I don't know where else it would happen. In any of our series is a movie called Love and Basketball about this guy and girl that grow up together and play basketball and fall in love. And it really shows the dynamic between what's afforded men in sports and what's afforded women, Mm. right? So there's this thing that happens to where uh, it's actually a pretty rough end there, and I think it made it super impactful. And so I kind of mm-hmm. wish there was almost a. If you haven't seen it, go watch Love and Basketball. It's kind of a, it's it's talked about by like a movie, podcast, and sports lovers. It's a really good movie, uh, but it's not given a lot of chances. But I, I'd give it a chance. But yeah. we just didn't get that. That's my super dump. I don't think it, they should have both been able to go to Santa Clara and play soccer. Yeah,
0: yeah. completely agree. A little little Cause that also makes it wish fulfillment.
2: It makes it look like it's not that hard. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. When the whole the whole point the whole point is it is. Hey, right? It's like we could beat the guys, but nobody's talking about that. I mean, that was last year that the women's yeah U.S. women's soccer team got equal pay. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and what's really cool is the U.S. men's soccer team said they deserve more than us. Yeah, because they're so good. They're phenomenal. They're unbelievable. They're making so much more money for these television networks. Yes. The guys ever you can't name one guy on the U.S. men's soccer team. Probably name five. It's been that way though. Yeah, you know it's always twenty years of that.
0: Yeah. Now was that actually David Beckham at the end? Super dump, super dump. Anything? There's no way. We've gone through a whole episode and haven't even mentioned David Beckham yet. The movie is named after him. Yeah. Like, was that really him? I don't know. No. It super did not it looked like that wasn't him, that no, wasn't if it was his wife.
2: Re- if you're paying for Beckham to be a You're here, not really. just gonna have him be Yeah, you know, no far We're away get the in back sunglasses, of his head.
0: the back of his head. Yeah. That's my super dumb. There's uh did you guys see that when it was released in the US, uh there was pressure to change it to move it like Mia? And people yeah, wanted her to especially
2: be Especially in two thousand two.
0: Real into Mia ham. Nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But also I think this movie doesn't need a professional soccer collect uh connection at all. Yeah. I, I don't agree. think we need any of that. I agree. This isn't like I don't know the uh, the thing that it reminds me of is like Mike where the Michael Jordan connection sort of cheapens it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think the David Beckham connection really cheapens this movie. And mm. you think like Mike is cheapened by the connection to Michael Jordan? I do a little bit, yeah. It's he been. It's Jordan, been. He
2: gets Michael Jordan's powers.
0: It's right, right. It's been maybe twenty years since I've seen that movie, so my opinion <laughs> could definitely change. I think
2: I honestly say, by the genie. I can <laughs> honestly say that I have <laughs> no opinion about like Mike almost whatsoever. So I was just shocked to I, hear that I you had. I stop people on the street stance. every
0: day and, and make sure that I tell them how I think about like Mike. Um, <laughs> but like even if if we'd done a better job at our scene level conflict in our games of like nobody can make this pk except for jess because she can bend it like beckham she can bend the ball around the line of defenders yeah then the title makes sense if if we like the title feels so like celebrity star grabby to me or it was just like huh. this is beckham's game and it's like well beckham has nothing to do with this she has a poster of him on her wall but Isn't like Beckham's we don't, game,
2: that Aaron Sorkin movie with Jessica Chastain.
0: Uh-huh. I okay. think so. It's actually a Stephen King novel first. Um <laughs> Dang. but uh yeah, there's just there's there's no reason to include Beckham's hmm. sort of c- celebrity in this in any way.
2: Yeah, it was goofy. I love the poster. I love the the teenager idolizing a player. I think that's great. It just feels weird to name the movie after him.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it would have been better. It does feel weird that it's Beckham too, also. Like it feels like it should be Mia ham. Well, terms her whole of like, thing is that she wasn't really aware that there were pro-level female yeah. soccer yeah. stars.
2: Jules, Jules had to show her all that. Yeah. Which that also too was a nod to like, hey, here's how popular women's soccer is right, right.
0: now. Yeah. But I feel it, dude. Yeah. You heard it here first. I, I can't stand David And they don't even really,
2: like Jess loves Beckham as much as Gilderoy Lockhart loves himself. <laughs> sure. like her The wallpaper in her room is Beckham. And I don't get the reaction that I would have expected from her either. Yeah. I think she's flipping out. Yeah. Right? I think she's going absolutely crazy if she sees him. You know, that's a good point. I didn't really like pull away from the kiss and go fangirl about Beckham.
0: Yes. He's your yeah. idol.
2: Another reason why my
0: guy doesn't need to be a part of the story. It's completely… He was almost my super dump. The romance was almost my super dump. Well, this is
2: kind of like how Henry Golding was like not necessary in (laughs) Crazy Rich Asians to us. You know, even though it's about the dynamic of his family, he was like one of my burp. Yeah. You know, it's like, why does it have to be so much about this love interest? Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. it's a really good point. It's a really good point. Um, I do think we have some medals to hand out, Carter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we certainly Let's do. Let's take a visit. Uh, we're, we're putting them on the pedestal here during Carter's Choice, during the Olympics. We're picking our top three favorite characters. We're given that gold, silver, and the bronze. And I'm going to start. I'm going to say my third place here, the person who I enjoyed, but not as much as the next person, really not as much as the last person, uh, was I, I did very much like uh, Jules. I think Kira Knightley... Uh, has a certain charm. It, it feels like worldwide Pirates of the of the Caribbean was like the big one for yeah, her, right? Yeah. Uh, to be Mrs. Uh, wait, yeah, Miss Turner, yeah, right. I'm just trying to think of Barbosa. Yeah, <laughs> you're in one. Uh, you're in one. Um, she's third for me. Second uh, whoa, whoa, is whoa. Jess. I thought whoa, we'd whoa, go whoa, around. Whoa. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Bronze is all sorry. around. Bronze is around then. Sorry, what's your bronze then?
0: Jules. Mm.
2: Jules bronze doge. Uh, my bronze is Tony. Mm. Love. Tony. I love Tony. I thought Tony was very fun. Mm. Tony. That's it. Silver is Jess. Perminder is my silver. I think she was. It, it's kind of like a one and done for her. It felt like. I don't think there was too much else that she's in that I had seen. Uh, like any uh, star in the early 2000s, she did have quite a stint on ER. <laughs> but I've, I've never really watched uh, ER. And she's been in a lot of, of TV series. But I thought she was great. And I thought, um, <clears throat> I think she was so good at just being Jess that there was never a moment where I was like, I've never heard of this girl and she's kind of carrying this movie. She's a great lead. Yeah.
0: Uh, and so, uh, she was in God Friended Me. Oh, on CBS. An atheist's life is turned upside down when God adds him as a friend on Facebook. Oh, I've, I remember seeing those previews. Uh, she's my silver as well.
2: Wow. Oh. Dang.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
2: My silver is Jules. Um, I thought that Jules and Jess played off of each other very well. I thought their dynamic was a ton of fun to watch. Um, and I agree. I think that Karen Keira Knightley, uh, showed up for her freshman performance. The gold medal. Mr. Bomra. Anupam Kerr, the dad, uh, was every minute great. He felt such like a dad to me. Yes. And he was uh, the surrogate for some of the biggest, like, climax story elements. He, and he handled it very well. He's
0: my gold as well. Carter, I want to ask on. you if you ever got Mr. Bennett vibes from him.
2: Yes, dude.
0: Completely. Of course I did. Best, best it wasn't movie just dad. because Kira was in it. Right, yeah. right, right. Be- Mr. Bennett's best movie dad. Uh, Mr. Amazing. Bomber's second. This is actually the second uh, movie of his that we've done. Wait, he's really? a therapist in Silver Linings Playbook.
2: That's him. Yeah. Oh, Are you kidding That's him. it
0: out. Obviously, 10 years older and without the big beard. Yeah. No way.
2: Yep. Oh, even happier with my gold. I love that. That's great. Uh, my gold is Jess. For for somebody <laughs> whose name I had never heard and face I had never seen, I thought she… did um, a great job. She she put the movie on her back and did the lion's share of the work here, and I thought it was really great. She did it, dude. Um, I was very impressed with her for the first, and probably it seems only time. I'm not planning on watching God Friend of Me anytime soon, so… Your loss, or VR you're not going for back for six, six six years of worth of an VR. An so er. I guess she's one of the doctors. Yep. Fair enough. Well, yeah, it is uh, time to use a different set of criteria in order to rate this movie. The scientific cinema scale is perfect. Why was that, Christopher Walken inflection? Scientific cinema scale. Uh, the scale is perfect, unbeatable. As follows, the best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it. Don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing—that's buy it. Followed by rent it. After that is stream it, and then forget it. And last but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie: God hath forsaken us. I'm gonna go ahead and go first for y'all's sake, because I have. This is a movie I brought to the table. Uh, and there there always is a bit of a pressure when you bring something, especially that the other two have not seen. It's right up there when we bring something and call it our favorite, right? Sure. Uh, I rent this movie. Um, I rent this movie. I don't know if it has ever really been higher than a rent for me because uh, as important as some of these themes are, uh, it is a movie that, uh, you know, I, I I will watch again but I do find myself not not willing to just dive back into it because there still are some elements in here like Coach Joe uh, and a little bit of the editing that's like, this is not... I think if this was something that I had watched in 2002, right? I yeah. think if this is something that I had seen for the first time when I was 13 years old, uh, 14 years old, like I think it would have carried a lot more weight here, but it's just a rent for me. Yeah. I think uh, I'm actually... I'm going to stream this one. Um I, I enjoyed watching it uh, going in blind. I didn't know what to expect. So it was a, a very pleasant enjoy for me. Um, but I, I don't necessarily know that it's something I'm itching to watch again. And it wasn't one of those that like after a first time, it's like, man, I can't wait to recommend this to somebody. You know, I can't think of, yeah. it would have to be a very specific question to have me be like, oh, Bend It Like Beckham fits that criteria. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stream it for much the same reason. I thought it was great and i enjoyed it um but i yeah i don't i don't know that i have much occasion to sit down for an annual bending of it like beckham
2: yeah i'm pretty flexible but i don't know that i'm going to bend it like beckham for me no you know i might bend it like uh dang i don't know any other soccer players <laughs> <laughs> Mario, rip it like rip it Mario like Strikers.
0: Ooh, that's good. That's, that's good. Somebody right. who runs fast, maybe. I guess rip I don't know. It's it's great, that'll it. work. I'll take that.
2: What's the? Wasn't yeah. there a Landon? Wasn't there a Landon soccer player? Donovan. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'll I'll land it like Landon.
2: I'll I'll dink it like Donovan. Dink you know what it like
0: yeah. Donovan. Make a me, make just, a mess of it like Messi. You know, that's how it goes. Just mess it up like Messi, bro. I'll 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 run it. I'll run all I'll
2: Ronaldo. You will. I'll bet I'll you run like
0: run it like Ronaldo. Run it like Ronaldo. Yeah. You bet. Y'all seen the video
2: of him jumping 14 stories high in the air from the ground? <laughs> his no. header, it's not really, but it's like his vertical is insane. They they have oh, like a, like yes, a thing. This man is, he just jumps so high for his yeah, headers. Yeah, yeah. It looks like he's just like, like he's got double jumps. This, this man has everything. Yeah. It's pretty insane. That statue of him is one of the funniest things that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> so. I love it. I do love it. We that. officially run out of all of my uh, soccer trivia. <laughs> that's
0: the end of my knowledge.
2: Remember that's, that statue? It's yeah. crazy
0: that it lines up with the end of our podcast
2: perfectly. Yeah. We ran out at the exact right time to end today's episode. I'd like for each of us to say our name and what this movie would be titled if Jess was obsessed with us. Uh for two chunks and a hunk. Ah, uh, my name is Jordan and Wonders, by the way. Uh that's important for this part because I would be uh my name would be in the title as uh Wing It Like Wonders. Because I just I just don't I don't prepare enough, you know? I just gotta wing it. And mm-hmm. and that's a skill set yeah. I bring to the table. That's great. Uh
0: Jess Bomra looks up from her bed to a poster of me on her wall. Her deepest desire is to dictation like Doge. (laughs) And that's because I am so Ah. well known for my exquisite dictation. You can hear every single letter every time that I speak. Your talk is so so good, dude.
2: Many letters. Your phone, when you do voice to text, is like bragging to other phones. (laughs) It
0: automatically. What do you mean you don't understand? It automatically includes the punctuation. (laughs) And the capitalizations.
2: Phenomenal. I had somebody Uh, try to send me a voice to text the other day, but they accidentally recorded a voice memo. And so in their (laughs) voice to text, all I hear is like, period. (laughs) Exclamation point. Like while they're talking. It was very funny. Not quite. It was a a very heartfelt message. So I couldn't respond to be like dunking on him, but I thought it was very funny. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Uh, I'm Carter and it's Willis, by the way. Oh, Um, Because that'll play a bitty, pr- bitty prig <laughs> <laughs> a pretty big role for me as do you, you know it would
0: do you some good to idolize on this podcast uh it's gonna what, uh, it's gonna, what? Oh, you just, are you just you setting something up? you just you'd mis misprint mis- you said some words wrong and I did, I did a whole I, I did a whole thing about how i say words so good Good
2: thing you didn't do Mine communicate is you gonna harder like <laughs> just so i'm just so i'm uh, it would be like it'd wing it like Willis, mm. uh, it's just because I tend sure. to just, yeah, yeah, off the cuff, you know, no prep, off the yeah. cuff, n- no prep can just just wing it, you know, it's crazy. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> also, your, your flash in the pan like recommendation for me is so much better. <laughs> I, the fact that I couldn't think of a C word
0: hmm. for me,
2: I, I can, hey, I could think of a couple <laughs> C words for you, I knew that was coming <laughs> companion